0: Hi, I'm Justin Wink, PhD, and you're listening to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast. Are you ready to bust burnout, pursue your passion, have more time, money, energy, and relationships you actually love, including the relationship with yourself? If so, then this podcast is for you. I'm a best-selling author, coach, consultant, speaker, and a leader in transforming people's lives from living in fear, obligation, and guilt to living a life of joy, ease, and love. What's most important is that I can teach you all this in a way that's enjoyable, easy, fast, and can actually last. Let's begin. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm talking about being the undercover boss of your life. Have you ever like felt frustrated because people are just you know they're they're unreliable, they're not showing up, they're not doing what you want, maybe they're communicating poorly, maybe they're being mean to you. How does that make you feel? It's usually bad shitty like this sucks like how come I got to put up with this you know these are people in your life that you, you'd you like to tell them hey this is not cool knock this off stop it yet do you probably not if you did and then they stopped it you probably wouldn't be frustrated by it so today going to be talking about well what if you were ultimately always the undercover boss of your life so you're like okay this sounds sounds nice where does this come from well, this came to me. A, f- a friend recently had a had an issue with his his job with some of his bosses, and he eventually uh, ended up basically behaving like a boss, in my opinion. And that shifted everything. And this is also really reminded me of the show Undercover Boss. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first, let's talk about a little bit some some fun, exciting things going on. I just recorded a, an unboxing video of my hardcover version of Engineered to Love going beyond success to fulfillment. So I'm going to be giving a lot of those copies to some of my mentors that are mentioned in the acknowledgements, because just a, a way to to thank them and let them see, you know, the amazing benefit that I've gotten. And I know many, many people that have with these mentors have gotten. So just sort of a, a way of me circling back and going to thank you for, you know, all you did for me. And I'm looking forward to, in the future, many, many people having really amazing, things happen in their life and would love to, you know, you've worked with me or, you know, from this podcast and you do a book, let me know. I'd like to get a copy or, you know, maybe whatever it is you offer, I'd love to know, especially if I helped impact you. So that's a really cool thing. Another thing is I'm getting ready for a really big, long, exciting trip. So if you aren't subscribed to the Engineering Emotions and Energy podcast yet, I'm going to tell you, you're going to want to be subscribed. And I mean, while you're at it, you know, hitting buttons in these podcast listening applications, you you might as well leave a a five-star review letting everybody know how much you enjoy it. But yeah, I'm going to be traveling to Costa Rica, then Guatemala, and then uh, Tulum, Mexico. And so this is going to be over about three or four weeks. So I'm leaving in about a week and a half and I'm going to be gone for about three and a half, four weeks So I'd love to always get a chance to record remotely so I can bring you some really fun stories and some learnings and things. I know one of my most popular episodes of all time was last when I was in Mexico, which was in November of 2022. So, you know, there's a a lot to get done. This is like the longest I've gone without traveling internationally is, you know, it's been almost eight, eight months, whereas last year, I think I went on three or four international trips spread out throughout the year. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be really awesome. And I would love to be sharing the adventures and all the fun with you and the learnings because if you're someone who hasn't done a lot of traveling to other countries, it's different. And that's part of the amazement is the experience, but then also the challenges because things get done differently. Things don't go the way they go here in the US or wherever it is you are all the time. And so maybe you can't travel as much as I can, or maybe you just don't like to, but you can get the benefit just by listening to this show and also watching me on social media. So you'll go into Justin Wink PhD on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, all the things, you know, so I'll be posting pictures and videos and cool stuff like that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, let's see, what else, what else been going on? Well, so let's get into the topic, right? So being the undercover boss of your life. So yeah, this friend of mine, he's amazing at what he does. He's kind of in a sales type role where he's got quotas to meet every month or every quarter, and he just about seems to meet everything. And you know, a third of the time required, and then he exceeds it. And uh, he's asked like, "Hey, you to get a little bit more money?" And they're like, "No." And he's like, "Okay." And the company has unlimited, unlimited vacation, unlimited paid time off, which is a newer thing in a lot of uh, tech companies and other companies. Especially if they're based in California here, because in California there's very strict rules, regulations about what has to be done with vacation. One of those things is that any vacation that has been accrued must be paid out if someone is terminated or the employment agreement ends for whatever reason. And this can result in, you know, some big, big things being left on these accounting ledgers. And and if somebody does leave or something happens, then these end up being big payouts. And Companies really don't like paying out anything to anyone ever other than their shareholders because the shareholders are who ultimately runs runs these companies and who the companies are accountable to is shareholders. Anyone else is, it doesn't matter. It's just in service to the shareholders. That's it's a fact. That's just the law. That's how it is. Like it, disagree, whatever. That's ultimately who's in charge of shareholders. So that's kind of why you probably see a lot of behavior that you see by most companies. You know they'll do whatever to make the shareholders happy. that means killing people. We have a company here in California called p g and e Pacific Gas and Electric uh, literally got convicted of murdering people because they thought that it would appease shareholders by making more money, and so they made some decisions that that murdered people. It's a fact because <laughs> they got they got convicted, so we're talking about so he just wanted he just wanted some vacation and he has a limited vacation. Oh, so the reason. A lot of companies moving to unlimited vacation is because to there's a couple reasons. One, it sounds really awesome when you're recruiting. It's like, yeah, come work for us. Unlimited vacation. You want you like vacation? How about all the vacation you want? So it sounds really good. If there's a little asterisk that says always is you know at manager discretion or with manager approval. So that's going to become important here in this story. The other reason companies like it is that. Unlimited is also the same as none. And according to, you know, a lot of these laws, and since there's nothing being tracked, there's nothing to be accrued, there's nothing to pay out. So it's literally you use the vacation or you lose the vacation. So companies love that from an accounting perspective. The other thing that ends up being interesting is, you know, with that manager discretion, there's also a little bit of that social pressure of, you know, well, if nobody's taking vacation are you a team player? Like, I mean, we're all we're all in this together. What, you're going to leave us? Like, we have things to do with the important stuff. Like, what about coverage? What about the next project? All these things. So, even though it's unlimited in theory, in practice, culture, and the fact that we usually want to be doing whatever everyone else around us is doing, gets used to get people to often take less vacation than they otherwise would if it was actually accrued and is set here. You are given two weeks Per year or three weeks per year and then there's the little caveat with manager discretion so this friend of mine he really wanted to go to japan he even found like a great flight with a great deal and he had his dates and he goes all right i want to take my vacation this this time and the, his manager just goes uh well let me let me get back to you <laughs> and my friend just goes okay and then a few days go by, nothing. And he eventually has to escalate to human resources and to his manager's manager. And turns out there was some some things that weren't done, maybe that were should. But at one point he was like, "Ah, oh, maybe I should make some more complaints or whatever," you know. And he's like, "This is so frustrating because I do so good. I'm, I know I'm a key player, and I think I could even be the CEO of this place." And I was like, "You could like." yeah, what's with this, you know, pretending like you're, you're not in charge. Like, why are you just accepting, like, be the CEO? I mean, don't go saying I'm the CEO, but what if you just were like the CEO and just, you knew you're going to get whatever you want. Like, even if this job doesn't work out, you're amazing. You can get another one. And he was like, yeah. And I mean, he's, he's just great. So I don't even know if I helped anything or not, but for the sake of this, I'd, I'd like to think I did. And he would probably, cause he's a great friend. He'd probably credit me as well. So he went and he had these conversations and he didn't exactly get what he want, but he had the mindset of, he's going to be okay. He's going to get his vacation. Things are going to work out. And he just had this place of curiosity and being creative of, okay, well, let's, let's see how you guys want to do it. And it really reminded me cause I, I found this time and time again that we're often dealing with children in adult bodies where we think like well this is a, an adult this person's you know been doing this for 20 30 40 years and they're rational and they're and it's like no they're they're not they're a lot like they're a lot like a 5 year old maybe sometimes a 6 year old but a lot of times the people that are the most in charge are often the least mature because the thing is with maturity comes awareness and insight that maybe you have some growing to do and some learning to do whereas usually very young kids they they don't know that they don't know what they don't know and so they just will brashly go and do and make happen whatever they want to make happen and I had a situation back when I was in Iowa for my grandmother's funeral where I usually not around younger kids at all so one of my cousins her has a, it turns out he was a six-year-old. I I could have sworn he was eight. And not that that's going to help where the story's going. Anyway, I thought he was eight, but he was six. And so it's after, it's after the services at the funeral and we're sitting down and I go to him, I go, hey, what's, what's your name? And he turns to me and he goes, your mom. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. My mom's, my mom's dead. She died seven months before this. And that's also like your aunt. So I'm like that. That got me like. There's something a little up here. That's a little weird. And then smash cut to later that night, where the, all the family's getting together. We are having some food together, and you know, talking about past times and things like that, all collectively. And for whatever reason, uh, I know what the reason is. I was I was stressed out, and like it was bringing up a lot of feelings, a lot of challenges. Being back in Iowa, where I spent time as a little kid with family and, you know, my parents would often fight, you know, when we would be on these trips and just not knowing how to behave or what's going on with these other adults and these other cousins and whatnot that I'd only see every few years. It's bring up a lot. And so I was hitting the food. So, and I'm very proud of myself to only be hitting the food and not hitting other things. I mean, I don't, I don't hit people, but you know, there's, you could be drinking and so just, I was just overeating. So I was going to get some food uh, because it had been five minutes. Turns out no one else is around in the kitchen except this six-year-old. And this six-year-old, he looks at me and he goes, uh, hey, chubby fat man, what are you doing? And I was not in the mood for it. So I said, you do not talk to me like that or anybody like it. That is not appropriate. Hi, Justin Wink here. Did you know that I'm not only the host of this podcast, but also author of the best-selling book, Engineered to Love, Going Beyond Success to Fulfillment? May 5th marks the one-year anniversary of the book's launch, and to celebrate, we're doing something special. So if you're ready to move from a life of busyness to one of true balance and fulfillment, it's time to get the book. And since it came out on five we're offering an incredible 55% discount both on the paperback and the Kindle versions on Amazon. But wait, there's more. I'm also giving away a free sample chapter with guided audios that are perfect for anyone looking to bust through the busyness that holds them back. Just head over to engineerdelove.com slash sample to download your free chapter and start your journey towards a more fulfilling life today. It's time to implement the change you've been seeking, not just dream about it. Join me in celebrating a year of transformation and kickstart your path to fulfillment. Remember, just visit engineeredtolove.com slash sample. Thanks for tuning in. and Here's to transforming not only how we work, but how we live. Because true success means being fulfilled. Let's make this year even better than the last. And I saw, I don't know if it was fear or surprise. I think nobody had ever told this kid how to behave. I think it was just, he's a darling little angel and there is, but then there is also like, Hey, Hey angel, be aware of other people and let that angelic part come out. And let's work with the parts that are a little less angelic. And the reason I bring that story up that I, that I yelled at a six-year-old, I didn't yell. I was forceful in tone. I was clear that this was not to be tolerated. Uh, he didn't bother me the rest of the time. Cause remember he'd, you know, did a, did a, your mom joke earlier. And then he called me chubby fat man. Which most people have told me, they, they go, Justin, you are not chubby or fat. Yet somehow he looked into my inner child soul that was a, I was chubby and I was fat growing up. And so I, there's still a little bit of like, ooh, but still, I was like, that's not, you know, it wasn't out of love. It was just out of fuckery. And I'm like, I need no fuckery from a six year old and you need no fuckery from anybody in your life. So the point of this story is I was being the CEO of my life and being like, no, this is not okay. So when you feel like you can go, this is not okay, then things that are not okay, they kind of go away. Yet we often feel like, I can't do that. I'm an underling, or I'm less than, or I'm not this, or I'm not that. And that's just a role that you've decided to take on. We could be any kind of role at any time. And just because like maybe we're playing one role in some aspects, doesn't mean we have to take on all aspects of that. What What do I mean? And this is where coming to this show called Undercover Boss, where I get the title of the show and the intro. If you're not familiar with it, I think it was originally a British show, and it's since come you know to the U.S. and I believe it's on CBS or whatever it is. Where, but the premise is is that CEOs of these really really large companies. Oh, some other fun reminds me of other fun news is that I've got new people helping out now. Yeah. So when I was getting ready to launch the book, you know, I had been working with a great podcast editor and it was just kind of like time is like, I'm going to put the podcast on hold. I think it's just time for, for us to go our separate ways. Cause yeah, it was just time. It was just time. Cause I, I wasn't going to be doing the podcast. It ended up being like two months. So, you know, to keep him around, that wouldn't have been really fair to him. So now here, getting ready, getting back into it. Two months, maybe even three months later, getting back into the podcast. I'm like, okay, I I want some help with it, and so I've got I've got a new team helping out. They've been doing doing really good. So big ups if you've uh, been listening to the previous two episodes. This is the third episode with the the new editing crew. So it's not just one person; it's a team. And they've also been helping with getting the clips out. So if you've been seen on the social media, like a little reel from the thing, if my face or whatever. Yeah. So that's been really awesome. And then I also have a brand new, well, it's not new anymore. I've been working with her for about a month, a virtual assistant, executive, a virtual executive assistant. I've been working with her for the past month. And so she's also helping out. So a lot of this is... Oh, well, the reason I brought that up is because i'm I'm coughing, and it's it's fun for me to see because I'm kind of okay with you hearing me cough. but you know, these people uh, that are are work there's they're so good one put out such a quality product and so amazing there's a good chance they might edit out that that coughing and that whatever. and now it's gonna be just weird me talking about dead air or lack of dead air and just going to me talking about my new amazing team. So this is in some ways, I've been learning to become the undercover boss, or literally the boss, because I am the CEO of my own company, my coaching business that is what puts out this podcast and my book that is you know, emotions engineering LLC. That's I'm the boss of that company. And I'm having a an actual team, yet before that it was, you know, team of me, but yet also anyone I work with and being my own boss. So getting back to undercover boss. Premises, you got CEOs of these Fortune 500 companies, you know, like Buffalo Wild Wings, something like that, Denny's. I don't know if any of these have actually been on the show, but just imagine large companies, usually service oriented. And the premise is that the CEO, it's going to go undercover and be one of like the new hires, you know, on the front lines and get that experience. I think lately the CEO of Starbucks has been saying he's going to barista once a month or something like that. But, you know, the idea is to see like, well, what's really going on? So get out of the ivory tower or the glass ceiling, whatever the saying is, and see what it's like down on the front lines, what it is, you know, dealing directly with the, the end customer because the end customers are who ends up providing that business. So, you know, the people, they think this is just, you know, Joe Schmo, Kelly Belly, whatever, off the street, they put them in makeup and stuff like that so that they really can't be recognized. Because if you've worked for a large corporation, you usually end up seeing videos of your CEO giving you messages of here's what's going on, here's the latest, here's why this is important. So there's a good chance that employees, even if they're, you know, many, many rungs down the ladder are going to recognize the CEO. So they put them in makeup and all these things. And so they just get treated like anybody else. And so, you know, if there's a dumb rule, they're going to be told, follow this dumb rule, you know, or if somebody just treats all their coworkers like shit, they're going to treat this coworker like shit. They don't know that it's the CEO. So all of the things that might happen to you in your life can come up for this CEO while they're playing this role of one of the workers In their business and do they get frustrated do they get angry not that i've seen every episode but i i haven't seen them get like truly frustrated or angry they usually just kind of have this curiosity and this amusement of like oh boy this is this is what's going on huh and they're just taking note trying to understand figuring things out and by the end of the episode, they've got enough information and this is when they just get creative. They're just like, well, this this is not tolerable. We can't be having a company that allows people to do this or where we have policies that make that happen to employees or to customers or whatever it is. And, you know, we can't have people being treated this way. And they end up instituting some very large changes usually as a result of the experience. So they're not frustrated. They're not angry. They're curious. And then they're creative and they they know that they can create whatever they want because they're the CEO right they're the boss yet i want to flip this around we think that well they're they're able to behave that way because they're the ceo and the boss yet i believe they're the ceo and the boss because they behave and they think this way where they just have this constant curiosity and this creative drive of well how can how can it be better how can i make it the way i want this is not tolerable i won't accept this how do I get it to what? I, how I want it? And never getting into any frustration or anger. And that that is what has allowed them to become the CEO or the boss. And there's lots of people that have that. They just probably don't choose to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. I know I wouldn't want to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company for a multitude of reasons. And probably if you're listening to this, you don't want to either. Yet, what if you were the CEO of your life so that then... When you're like my friend and he got treated like shit. This manager of his was a complete dick and going on a power trip and just wanted to see. And when my friend, you know, just flipped the switch of how he feels about it. He's, he's the boss effectively. He's the boss of his life. He knows he's going to get his vacation. He knows he's going to get treated well. Is it going to be with that company? Maybe not, but you know, eventually it's all going to be working out in his favor and whatever's going on in your life. Whatever's happened in your life, you know whoever that six-year-old is that's you know not treating you with respect. Once you realize that you are you are an adult, <laughs> you're an adult human that has autonomy and sovereignty, and that this is your life. That yeah, maybe you picked up that role of victim. Maybe you picked up that role of someone who doesn't have control or say in your relationships or in your work. Yet that's just a role that you picked up and you might not have realized it, but you can put that role down at any time and then you can pick up the role of of CEO, of boss of your life. And yeah, you might be the frontline worker, you might be under people, yet if you just switch that, that internal view of, oh, I'm doing this to figure out how I want to live my life, I'm being curious, I'm trying to understand, and then I'm going to get creative and figure out how I want to make this the life that I want. It can shift everything, even if the external circumstances haven't actually changed. When you change inside, the outside is going to start to eventually catch up. And it's really just maintaining that internal state long enough for what's on the outside. But you might be like, okay, well, how do I actually change what's going on on the inside? it's you know any good ceo is they're going to know their talents right they're going to know their support team they're also going to know what areas they need to work on within themselves you know communication integrity well if you're the kind of boss i want to be there's it's integrity there's love there's kindness there's fun there's growth so it's really knowing that and so you know how do you do that there's lots of ways and i offer i offer ways through my book i got exercises a lot of the book is all about that. And then also this masterclass that I recently did, a uh, fireproof life shield that uh, you can get the recording, go to justinwink.com slash fireproof. The recording's available. There's also a, a sign up sheet. So if you want to catch the next time I do it live, but you know, there's probably lots of other books, lots of other people, like you don't have to go through me, but the point is figure out who you are and own that and be the undercover boss of your life and enjoy it and have fun creating it you don't have to you don't have to be suffering and being like oh when is when is it going to get better just flip it around and go like hmm how can i make it better this is my life this is my company of life and i get to do whatever i want so there's nothing to get frustrated with cuz you you get to run it and part of the fun is figuring out what's going on and what do you want to do with it so how is that landing? What are some areas of your life where you haven't felt like the boss or maybe you things have been rough or challenging? I'm curious. So, you know, send me a message, podcast at justinwink.com. Let me know what's going on. And maybe there's uh, something we can do about it. So do remember, rate this show five stars wherever you're listening to it. Please subscribe because, again, I'm going to be doing some phenomenal traveling here coming up over the next month or so. So you're not going to want to miss some of the podcasts coming out. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be phenomenal. So thank you so much for being a listener. I uh, do appreciate it. It does help. And, you know, tell a friend about anything that you've liked here. And if there's something you didn't like, again, just just tell me and let, give me a chance to address it. I'd love to hear what you think could be done better, differently, whatever it is. So with that, thank you and good day.